dear students welcome to the podcast for class 12th psychology chapter 4 psychological disorders in this chapter we will try to understand what goes wrong when people develop psychological problems what are the causes and factors that lead to abnormal behavior and what are the various signs and symptoms associated with different types of psychological disorders for better understanding i request you to kindly open your psychology textbook while listening to the podcast the topic which i'll cover today is concept of abnormality psychological disorders or mental disorders as they are commonly referred to like anything unusual may make us comfort uncomfortable and even a little frightened unhappiness discomfort anxiety and unrealized potential are seen all over the world these failures in living are mainly due to failures in adaptation to life challenges as you must have studied in the previous chapters adaptation refers to the person's ability to modify her his behavior in response to changing environmental requ- requirements when the behavior cannot be modified according to the needs of the situation it is said to be maladaptive abnormal psychology is the area within psychology that is focused on maladaptive behavior its causes consequences and treatment Before we understand the concept of abnormality a major question that comes before us is why study a abnormal behavior we need to study abnormal behavior because it is all around us it raises many questions like how should one react what should be done to help what kind of a person develops a mental illness could this happen to someone very close the key to answering these questions is to develop an understanding of just what is meant by abnormal behavior and the different ways in which behavior can depart from the normal path so now coming to the topic what is meant by abnormal behavior abnormal compared to what who gets to decide what is normal and what is not these are few questions that come to mind when thinking about the study of abnormal behavior defining abnormal behavior or abnormality is not as simple as it might seem at first so how do psychologists decide what is abnormal perhaps the shortest definition of abnormality in any pattern of behavior is that causes people significant distress causes them to harm themselves or others or harms their ability to function in daily life although many definitions of abnormality have been used over the years none has been universally accepted still most definitions have certain common features often called the four d's Now let me explain you the four Ds and some examples of such behaviors. 
first of all the four d's are deviance distress dysfunction and danger coming to the first word which is deviant deviant means behavior that is different extreme unusual the person violates formal rules and social norms some examples of such behavior could be involving oneself into robbery threat theft and even regularly missing classes in school so all these behaviors or all such behaviors can be called deviant distress this is a general term used to describe unpleasant feelings or emotions the impact that impact the level of functioning it is unpleasant for the person himself as well as for the people around him such a person would always be surrounded by symptoms of sadness and anxiety dysfunctional abnormal or impaired functioning is the right way to explain dysfunction unable to perform his daily activities in a constructive way such a person will usually prefer doing behaviors that may not cater to his positive growth and development and finally dangerous which means the person can cause harm to himself and others can hurt or injure himself as well as others so these are the four d's that actually explain abnormality now this definition is a useful starting point from which we can explore psychological abnormality since the word abnormal literally means away from the normal it implies deviation from some clearly defined norms or standards in psychology we have no ideal model or even normal model of human behavior to use as a base for comparison various approaches have been used in distinguishing between normal and abnormal behaviors from these approaches there emerge two basic and conflicting views the first approach views abnormal behavior as deviation from social norms many psychologists have stated that abnormal is simply a label that is given to a behavior which is deviant from social expectations abnormal behavior thoughts and emotions are those that differ markedly from a society's ideas of proper functioning each society has norms which are the stated or unstated rules for proper conduct behaviors thoughts and emotions that break societal norms are called abnormal a society's norms grows from its particular culture its history values habits skills technology and arts thus a society whose culture values competition and assertiveness may accept aggressive behavior as normal whereas the society which emphasizes on cooperation and family values such as in india may consider aggressive behavior as unacceptable or even abnormal and we all know that the society values may change over a period of time 
causing its views of what psychologically abnormal to change as well so therefore basing our concept of abnormality on this approach would not be right serious questions have been raised about this definition it is based on an assumption that socially accepted behavior is not abnormal and that normality is nothing more than conformity to social norms the second approach views abnormal behavior as maladaptive many psychologists believe that the best criteria for def- determining the normality of behavior is not whether society accepts it but whether it fosters the well-being of the individual and eventually of the group to which he or she belongs now here i would like you to understand the concept of well-being well-being is not simply maintenance and survival but includes growth and fulfillment that is the actualization of potential we have already discussed the actualization of potential in maslow's need hierarchy theory according to this criteria con- confirming behavior according to this criteria confirming behavior can be seen as abnormal if it is maladaptive if it interferes with optimal functioning and growth for example a student in the class prefers to remain silent even when he she has questions in her mind describing behavior as maladaptive implies that a problem exists it also suggests that vulnerability in the individuals inability to cope or exceptional stress in the environment which have led to the problems in his her life therefore combining both these approaches and understanding abnormality becomes easier so we have come to the end of the topic concept of abnormality in my next class i will briefly give you a account of the history of abnormality how this concept arose and what are the areas which were covered in the history of abnormality thank you for listening Welcome to the second episode of chapter 4 psychological disorders. In the first episode we tried to understand the concept of abnormality which included the explanation of the four Ds and we also understood the two approaches of abnormality. In this episode we'll try to understand the historical background of psychological disorders as to how mentally ill people were treated or recognized in ancient times and how its understanding has evolved over a period of time. When we talk of history of abnormality it can be divided into four main approaches. The first approach was the supernatural approach. Now in this approach the so the abnormal behavior was considered to be an operation of supernatural and magical forces such as evil spirits bhoot preet 
they they abnormal people were treated by shamans or the medicine man or he was also referred to as ojha these people became a medium through which spirits communicated with human beings through the shaman an afflicted person can learn which spirit are responsible for his or her problems and what needs to be done to appease them even the term exorcism was very popular in this approach exorcism means removing the evil spirit that resides in an individual through counter magic and prayer so as you know the understanding in this approach was not accurate and therefore slowly abnormal psychology started exploring the other areas to understand the abnormal behavior then emerged the biological or organic approach in the modern era there is a evidence that the body and the brain processes have been linked to many types of maladaptive behavior for certain types of disorders correcting these defective biological processes results in improved functioning similarly another approach which is called psychological approach it understood abnormality on the basis of the individual's thought processes feelings and his perception of the world so in order to understand an abnormal person the people tried to understand his thoughts his feelings and his way of perceiving things around him all three of these perspectives supernatural biological or organic and psychological have recurred throughout the history of western civilization in the ancient western world it was philosophers and physicians of ancient greece such as hippocrates socrates and in particular plato who developed the organismic approach and viewed disturbed behavior as arising out of conflicts between emotion and reason galen elaborated on the role of the four humors in personal character and temperament according to him the material world was made up of four elements that is earth air fire water which combined and formed four essential body fluids which is blood black bile yellow bile and phlegm each of this fluids was seen responsible for a different temperament imbalances among the humors were believed to be the cause of various disorders this is similar to the indian notion of the three doshas of vata pitta and kapha which are mentioned in the atharva veda and ayurvedic texts so even today the ayurveda believes in this concept for the treatment of disorders we have already discussed about the concept of the three doshas vata pitta kapha in chapter 2 now coming to the history of western psychology and we could divide it into the middle age the renaissance period and the age of reason and enlightenment so in the middle ages it was seen that demonology and superstition gained renewed importance and this was used to explain abnormal behavior demonology related to a belief that people with mental problems were evil and there are numerous instances of witch hunts during this period 
During the early Middle Ages, the Christian spirit of charity prevailed, and Saint Augustine wrote extensively about feelings, mental anguish, and conflict. Now, his work was a great groundwork for the modern psychodynamic theories of understanding abnormal behavior. In the Renaissance period, which is marked with increased humanism and curiosity about behavior johan ware emphasized psychological conflict and disturbed interpersonal relationship as causes of psychological disorders that means a person who is abnormal is not no abnormal because of any kind of supernatural forces but is abnormal due to his disturbed interpersonal relationship and some kind of conflict in his mind he also insisted that witches were mentally disturbed and required medical not theological treatment so oh, it is very clear that from the renaissance period people started having a different understanding of abnormality the 17th and the 18th century were known as age of reason and enlightenment as the scientific method replaced faith and dogma as the ways of understanding abnormal behavior the growth of scientific attitude towards psychological disorders in the 18th century contributed to the reform movement and led to increased compassion for people who suffered from these disorders so this was a great period which was a period of reason and enlightenment in all the areas so it so happened in the area of abnormal psychology also that disorders got a better understanding and compassion from the people reforms of asylums were initiated in both europe and america one aspect of the reform movement was a new inclination for deinstitutionalization which placed emphasis on providing community care for recovered mentally ill individuals so earlier what happened was if the person was mentally ill and was sent to an asylum he was never having a road of return but now after uh, the age of reason and enlightenment a concept of deinstitutionalization was gaining popularity which means that people became ready to provide a community for the recovered mentally ill individuals and were ready to inhabit or uh, you can say that were ready to employ such people and adopt them again in their communities in recent years there has been a convergence of these approaches which has resulted in an interactional or biopsychosocial approach so which means that now abnormality is understood in combination of the biological uh, factors the psychological factors and the social factors so whenever we have to claim that a particular behavior is abnormal or can uh, we have to classify it as a psychological disorders we will look into the biological aspects of it into the psychological angle to it and also the social angle to it from this perspective all three factors that is biological psychological and social 
play an important role in influencing the expression and outcome of psychological disorders so students i hope you have understood a brief history of abnormal psychology so with this understanding now we can proceed to the classification of psychological disorders i will be explaining the classification of psychological disorders in my next episode thank you for listening